Hey everybody, it's Erin Tarr back with the Be The Benchmark podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We are continuing our series today on the book Untangled by Lisa Damore. We are in the second half of the chapter regarding parting with childhood. So if you are interested in this chapter, it is probably the biggest foundational piece and I covered a lot of that information in yesterday's podcast so feel free to go back and check that one out but we're going to continue it today so thanks for joining us can't wait to get started all right everyone parting with childhood so yesterday in yesterday's podcast, we covered a lot of information about parting with childhood. And Lisa Damore, this is kind of the foundational strand that she's talking about. She's talking about our daughters specifically, but really all of our children, bridging this gap between being a kid where you're playing and you're having fun and you don't have a care in the world and you rely on your parents and your adults and your the adults in your life for everything to the point where you are an adult yourself and you're relying on yourself for everything and you are uh, trying to make your own money and make your own meals and um, figure out your life for yourself. And there's this really awkward time in between, somewhere between the ages of 12 and 18, 19, 20 years old, God willing, where our girls and our daughters do this. And it's a really confusing time for everyone. And that's basically what this entire chapter is about. Uh, yesterday we talked about their need for privacy, their being allergic to our questions. Um, we talked about trying to make new bonds with them in new ways that are different from the ways of when they were children. And I think most importantly, we covered the swimming pool metaphor. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check out those things because there's some really key points that she makes, I think, about parting with childhood in that section. And we're going to finish that section up today. And the first thing that she that I want to mention to you that she really emphasizes is that your daughters are going to experience uneven growth which is part of what makes it so confusing for us as parents because we have this expectation of, okay, you were able to organize a surprise party for your friend. You were able to clean out your dresser and figure out what clothes you needed and didn't need for the coming school year. And you were able to make a three course dinner for our family. And yet when I ask you to call the doctor and make an appointment, you dissolve into a puddle like that's something impossible to do now I'm not saying that your daughter can do all those things but you will often and I have heard parent after parent after parent say this they were able to do xyz and they name off three amazing things that their kids can do and then they say but then when I asked them for blah they acted like it was the end of the world or you know that was an impossible thing that I was asking them to do like talk to your teacher or um, email a friend or whatever. So this is very common. And she's saying like that is to be expected, that there are some areas where they will seem to excel and seem to be like almost adult-like immediately. And there's going to be other areas where they're just completely 
still a child and insecure and don't know how to do it and really need you to take them by the hand and walk them through it. And it doesn't make sense in our adult minds which of these things are which. And so really she's talking about just expect it to be uneven. Expect to not know when she's going to have those meltdown moments about things that to you seem like common sense or seem very easy and have compassion and have grace with those times. So I think that's a huge point um, and something that as parents, we just don't expect. We we look at growth as like this, this linear thing. Like we start down here and we just go straight up until we become adults. And it's more like, and if you're listening on the podcast, instead of watching on the video, I'm making these um, weird uh, hand gestures to show that it's just a really not linear growth. There's a lot of ups and downs. And sometimes she's going to come across really mature and really together. And sometimes she's going to come across like a child. And that's to be expected. And that's normal. Uh, the second thing that I want to hit on today from this parting with childhood chapter is talking about girls' bodies. So... <laughs> They're going through changes, you know, hair in different places, boobs, periods, getting taller, sweat, stinking, smelling, all sorts of things happening with their body. And as moms, there's kind of, I've, I've kind of seen two camps of where parents fall into. Those that are like completely comfortable with their body and everyone else's body and have no problem with any of it. And those that are not. I mean, there's... There's very little in between. And I know that lots of moms would like to think like, oh, I'm comfortable with this and, and I have no problem telling her about her period or this, that, or the other. But the truth is, girls can pick up on our lack of comfort and our anxiety. And so when we say to them, you can come ask me about anything, but in reality, we're like freaking out in our minds about how are we gonna talk about this? How are we gonna talk about their bodies? How are we gonna, you know, discuss these things, girls can really sense that. And so I'm not saying one way or the other is bad, but I'm saying the girls need to have someone to talk to. And that's where Lisa Demore comes in and talks about having a neutral third party that can sometimes help with some of these transitional issues that your daughter is uncomfortable talking to you about. And sometimes I've actually found that moms who are the most comfortable with these things, their daughters are the most uncomfortable with these things because it's just too much for them. You know, I'm a very extroverted person. I'm a very open person. And sometimes I make my daughters very uncomfortable with how open I am about asking about how their bodies are changing or things like that. And so definitely I know that I'm going to need to have some neutral third parties involved as they continue to develop. And sometimes that can be your pediatrician. Sometimes that can be, uh, she mentions a story of a mom who found a really good and sensitive saleswoman uh, at their department store who could fit her daughter for a bra. And basically she made sure she knew when that person was working you know, and had met the person and explained the situation. So they went to the department store, the daughter stayed with the sales clerk and that sales clerk took care of everything and the daughter felt much more comfortable. It's different for every family, but knowing that there is no one way for every family. And so you're, you may think like, oh, my mom and I were totally open about these things. And so of course I'm gonna be totally open about it with my daughter. And then your daughter is different than you and that doesn't work out as well maybe. So it's hard to say, but 
it's just something to keep in mind that there's a possibility that you may want to try and figure out um, how other people can talk about some of these things with your daughter that maybe make it not quite as awkward for her. Um, so keep that in mind. The last thing that she kind of mentions in this chapter that I think is important is talking about the difference between smoke and fire. As adults, we often assume if they're shutting their door and they're shutting us out and they're not talking to us the way they used to, something horrible is happening and there's a fire and we have to put out the fire. And the reality is a lot of times it's just smoke. Kids are trying on different things. So she talks about girls who maybe take kind of more provocative stance towards how they dress and parents get really upset about that and freak out thinking like oh my gosh they're you know going too far with boys or they're being more sexual and things like that and she's like sometimes it's just a situation of the girls are trying that on and then we need to be able to talk to them about not you can't wear that which maybe that is the rule in your house but more talking about like so when you are dressing this way, what message are you hoping to send and what do you think that's going to mean to other people and what do you think? And and sometimes you do just have to lay down the law and say, one of the things she says in the book is something along the lines of, I don't think anybody in our house is ready for this level of, you know, sexuality or this level of what have you um, at the age that you're at. And so there's going to be different levels for different families, but recognizing the difference between when we need all-out alarms like horrible things are happening that we don't know about versus when girls are just trying things on and we just need to have deeper conversations and really try to gently uh, bring them out and kind of understand where they're coming from and why they're doing the things that they're doing, whether it's how they're dressing or whether, or whether they're making whether it's how they're dressing or what kind of makeup they're doing or those types of things. So smoke or fire. And this is also gonna come into play when we talk about them in the digital world and what kind of pictures they're posting and what kind of videos they're posting and do we know about who they're talking to online, you know, um, talking to a boy versus in a, or a romantic partner of some sort and actually engaging with those romantic partners you know what is the what's the difference between soak and fire and really trying to suss that out in gentle ways uh and last but not least uh she kind of goes into each chapter and I think this is really cool she goes into each chapter about when to worry and when not to worry and the biggest thing about parting with childhood she says you want to worry if they're not all over the place <laughs> isn't that hilarious so if they seem to be like really just sticking to childhood things and not ever like trying to branch out and try some more adult things and trying to challenge your authority or anything like that um and they're acting exactly the same as they did when they were eight or nine years old hmm you might have something to worry about and you might have some questions about that on the other side like she calls that clinging to childhood on the other side if they're rushing into adulthood and they want nothing to do with uh, the things of their past and they seem to have no value for any of their childhood uh, likes or any of their childhood friends or any of their uh, childhood games or any of that type of thing and they're just rushing head on into adulthood 
that could be the other problem. So either of those are times to worry. But if you see this inconsistent growth of sometimes they're really responsible and really on top of things and sometimes they're more childlike and kind of the back and forth, that's what's normal. That's what you want to see. That's exactly how they figure out how to get from childhood to adulthood. And this is how they part with childhood in a very uneven way. So that's exciting and important. And then last but not least, I left myself a little note here to read from page 45. And I, I really liked this. Um, normal development, this is a quote directly from her book, Normal development is a powerful internal force that propels girls forward along the strands of adolescence. Most teenage girls don't need to be encouraged to grow up. They push ahead at a healthy pace and sometimes ask for more freedom or privilege than makes sense. When they want to grow up too fast, it's our job as parents to slow them down by pulling them back. If you're familiar with this tension, be reassured. It means that your daughter is doing her job and you are doing yours as she undertakes the work of parting with childhood. So, hope that gave you some food for thought today. That concludes the chapter of Parting with Childhood. And next we will move on to joining a new tribe. So I hope you'll join me for the next episode for that one. Go out and choose your thoughts, create your life, change the world. See you soon. That was the third part of our series of podcast episodes dedicated directly to the book Untangled by Lisa Demore, guiding teenage girls through the seven transitions into adulthood. If you don't have a teen, I hope that you are following along so you can be prepared for these times. Also, I want to remind you, this is not a replacement for reading the book. I'm hitting the high points, but there's so much more goodness inside of this book. And so I encourage you to pick up a copy for yourself and or reach out to me with any questions you have about any of the areas we discussed. I'd be happy to talk to you more. Until next time, this is Erin Tarr. Make it a good one. Thank you.